Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu with him. It's another week, therefore it's another episode. And I hope you're all doing well. And today's guest is Ava Reddy. And we have a wonderful chat. Um, I heard her music on Six Music um, just a couple of weeks ahead of um, this interview. And it blew me away. Her, her, her voice was amazing. Um, the, the, the track, uh, Looking Happy, that I heard absolutely blew me away i've been rinsing it on the radio shows um and i can't recommend um it enough um and so yeah i reached out because i just thought well let's let's find out where um where all the music come from and let's uh, let's have a natter about um the creative journey this far so that's what you're about to hear uh, before that i'd just like to say thank you to scroobius pip and everybody at the distraction pieces network thank you to 76 for producing this podcast um if this is your first time listening to off the beat and track podcast may i suggest you go and have a rummage in the archives when you finish listening to this episode you can catch me talking to oh a myriad of musicians producers, actors, DJs, uh, as diverse as the Deftones through to Mel C, through to Amanda Abington, Maxine Peake, through to Julian Marley, uh, via James Lavelle, JC Stewart. Um, there's a big bundle of, of people from all kinds of um, genres of of, uh, of the arts. So go and have a rummage and I'm sure you'll find something that you will enjoy. Um, but if that's not enough, I also have a Patreon page where each week um, I put up four radio shows um, and unique uh, Patreon episodes and video episodes. So there's loads of content over there. And if you get involved in that, you really do help um, making this podcast happen um, because this is this is a labour of love. And uh, and so, yeah, any kind of support via the Patreon is really, really, um, you know, appreciated. And you can find out about that at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n patreon.com forward slash off the beaten track so um yeah you can find out about everything you know merchandise and all the podcasts and the patreons and everything at off the beaten track podcast.com back to business please enjoy today's episode of off the beaten track podcast it's off the beaten track podcast on the distraction pieces network Okay, we are recording. Sitting opposite me today via the means of Zoom is Alva Reddy. Hello. Hello, thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for giving up your time today. Um, Before we get on with 
the, the playlist of, of, of records uh, for the podcast. I just wondered, as somebody that's been releasing records during the, the, the pandemic, um, how have you found that process? Well, my record is out next Friday. So, um, yeah, it's been odd. It's hard to gauge what the reception has been when you can't play any gigs. Usually I'd be spending all summer doing festivals, but uh, this year it's just been... It feels very much focused on everything is just online as it has to be, which is kind of an odd thing that you feel quite a bit disconnected from it. Um, but yeah, it's just different. I think anyone working in the music industry realizes you just have to adapt quickly to the changes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Have you sort of looked at any of the possibilities of you know some of these sort of outdoor shows that seem to be sort of socially distanced? I've seen Frank Turner's been doing lots, and and just wondered if there's anything like that presented itself to you yet. Um, I'd love to do one. There seems to be a lot more opportunities like that in the UK. I'm actually back in Dublin at the moment. So there's not really been... Um, I was meant to be doing a socially distanced show in Dublin next week, which is sold out, but we've had to push it back to November because we're back in lockdown at the moment. Wow. So pubs pubs aren't aren't allowed to have more than like 15 people indoors or something. Yeah. Uh, just because the cases have gone back up, which is lame. But... Um, yeah, so I'd love to. I think the outdoors thing, I was really surprised that there wasn't more of that happening in Ireland because yeah. there we have plenty in, of places that we could do it. But uh, I don't know, whoever is in control of that scenario just like, wasn't willing to let it happen. And, and what about personally? Have you found... Have you found the last sort of, you know, six months as, as a, you know, as a creative, you know, and as a human being? Um, as a creative... I've been able to get a lot of time that I wouldn't have to write new music. Um, but also, I mean, I've had so many opportunities whisked away from me, which also really sucked. Uh, it's a weird balance. I think and as a human, like it's a weird balance because you're disappointed about your own personal uh, issues that you're having with things uh, kind of going awry. Um, but then you're also grateful for the fact that like, you know, my family's safe and I'm sure. safe and all that kind of stuff. So you have, you're grateful, but you're also like, Oh God, it really sucks that I'm not playing South by Southwest this year anymore. Yeah. And I'm not playing it next year now either because they've just announced that it's online. So a lot of things that were about to happen for me didn't happen, which really sucked, but it did give me the opportunity to write more. But that's me kind of looking for a silver lining in a scenario that isn't the best. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, one of the one of the pros that I'll take from it is that um, I've had the radio on a lot more, and uh, and Six Music seem to be really, really enjoying what you're doing. And, yeah, it's uh, cool. And so Six Music, and I was like, where? Wow! And it was the it was it's literally I heard the, heard the record. Uh, it was it was looking happy. I heard that the other day, and I was like, what is this? Uh, this is amazing. And then I've since gone back and 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 listened to other stuff from you. Oh, great! And uh, I was like, right. Let's see if she wants to come and have a chat about yeah. records. And, yeah, uh, they've been incredibly supportive, mm. which is amazing. I didn't, I didn't. Uh, I suppose you don't expect that kind of stuff when you're putting putting things out. You never want to expect it. You just want to do hope for it. But yeah, they've been incredibly supportive. Wow. So that's a total blessing. Right, we're going to do your playlist. Track one, the song with the greatest ever intro. Um, I might, I'm presume I'm able to like list more than one. You can have some honourable mentions. You can't just reel yeah. them off. I'm not having that. It's meant to be tough. <laughs> oh well, uh, I would say "Grace" by Jeff Buckley. Oh, great chat! No one's called great. that yet. Brilliant. Great. Uh, my other one was a bit more the bum 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 of Wichita Lineman. Oh. 
So those are my two. Well, there was only going to be two, but I can't sell on one. But the Grace intro was just unbelievable. Do you know what? I, I was I, I was into it. Was it? I think it was. Um, I, I was chatting to the vaccines last week. And and they chose Wichita Lineman for the last track on the playlist, not for the intro. And okay. we was just talking about just how that record's just from outer space. It's just something incredible. Yeah, the Wrecking Crew played on it, right? Oh, uh, have you ever yeah. seen that documentary? Yeah, it's yeah, amazing, incredible. right? Yeah, unbelievable. Just the shaped so many records, shaped so many like completely insane songs, and you don't even know their names until you see that film. But none of us even considered it as an intro. It's a fucking incredible intro, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Like, the song immediately kicks off with that. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. And the guy who wrote that, uh, what was his name? But he was like 17 or 18 or something when he wrote it. Um, it wasn't written by... I'm it to wasn't by it Glenn was. Campbell. It was written by... Um, oh, God. Uh, I've won a bet about this, but I can't remember oh, uh, his he, name. He wrote that. He wrote Galveston. He wrote... Um, I know. It's, I've got, oh, it's not, he's got two sons. Uh, Jimmy Webb. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And he was like a kid when he wrote that, mm. pretty much. How? Yeah. I don't have that much self-awareness. Yeah. I don't ever foresee being able to write anything like that. It's just an incredible song. But I, I mean, lyrically, I mean... I don't know how something that the subject matter of the lyrics is quite strange, but the sense of longing in the sound of that record mm. is just otherworldly, isn't it? It's yeah. just perfect. Absolutely so, so perfect. good. So was Jeff Buckley a bit of a, a, a sort of an influence on, on, on you picking up a guitar? For sure. Yeah. When I was in my teens, I was massive into Jeff Buckley. Yeah. I just, thought he was an angel yeah i mean the voice of an angel mm. and i mean he didn't look half bad either did he he, 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 he was he, beautiful yeah he was the full ticket wasn't he yeah yeah he was the full <laughs> ticket it's a good way of saying it yeah um okay well for track two i'm going to ask you the first song you remember hearing that oh no actually i'm, I'm going to go back just briefly and i want to i, I want to ask you something about um intros and and, and songwriting and do you do you, the, the way that you've written music over you know over the years has it has it changed the way that you approach writing songs and maybe intros as well in the way that we're now finding ourselves in a world where music seems to be quite and I won't say the word disposable, but there's a constant stream of whatever you listen to your music on, there seems to be a constant stream of stuff down the side of the screen saying you might like this, you might like this, a distraction more than anything. Mm. Um, and has that changed the way that you, you approach sort of songwriting and maybe intros specifically? Um, maybe it did for a few years after I put my first EP out because that was kind of surprisingly did quite well. Uh, I didn't really know what I was doing when I put that out. And then I released a lot of quite confused music for maybe two or three years after that when I was kind of trying to find my ground and I was trying to release singles that I thought were maybe popular or more, more kind of radio friendly. And now I've just kind of gone back to write the songs that I want to write and the people who want to listen will follow as opposed to trying to cater it to some impossible impossible to predict algorithm that even people who are have been working in the business for 30 years don't really know how to predict that algorithm and also i i'm making music because it feels good to make music not because i'm trying to contribute to 
some sort of machine. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, so for track two, the first song you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you. Secret Smile by Semisonic. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe like a tie between that. What's that other song? Uh Tell Her by Delamitri or whatever yeah. that band was. Yeah, yeah. Those two songs, I just remember hearing them in the back of the car and being like, oh, but I was only like seven. So that's pretty early on to get a, an emotional response. Because I think they're about like 1998 or uh, just kind of sadness or like a feeling of longing, even though I didn't really understand those emotions yet. I'd never obviously had my heart broken, but I remember hearing those songs earlier on, early on and being kind of obsessed with the lyrics behind them and what must be the story behind them. And there was so, you couldn't just go and Google back then and be like, what is the story behind this song? Yeah. So there was that kind of air of mystery. Because remember, like, you'd hear a song on the radio and then you might not hear it for years again, but you'd always kind of remember it. Listen up. I've only got another new sponsor. Egg Fried. It's this super cool clothing label. And... If you're into sort of skating and street art and gigging and, and kind of like really cool art and throwing a little bit of Asian culture and, and the designer's kind of weird sense of humour in the mix, then you're pretty much there with the wonderful world that is eggfried.com. Now, they do these amazing punchy kind of graphic tees, hoodies and sweatshirts, beautiful art prints, as well as this, they have a denim range, all handmade in-house, all supporting the slow fashion movement. Not only that, they've given you a discount code, 10% off when you head over to eggfried.com. Just use the code EGGSALAD, E-W-G-S-A-L-A-D, save 10%. Go and get lost in the world of egg fried. Also, they've got a new kids range, 
and it's called Small Fried, and it's super cool, super cute. Um, and again, it's all over there in this wonderful world. Go and get involved at eggfried.com. I think, I think I'm right in saying that the guy from Semisonics, a superstar songwriter now. I'd say. I think he might. I, I don't want to get this wrong, but I think he might have wrote with Adele. Uh, right, okay. I think he... They, they're a really underrated band. They have loads of hits. Yeah, yeah. Closing Time was a really big tune. Yeah, yeah. Closing Time. And they had a few, like, really big sinks and stuff like that. Yeah. Fascinating New Thing as well. Another yeah. Song. And a few films, like, uh, in the 90s and stuff. But, yeah, yeah. So, they're such an underrated band. Like, I always go to their Spotify and I'm always just amazed by the amount of albums they put out that yeah. I didn't know about and also how many songs I know that I didn't realise were them. Yeah. Do you know what? I know I'm going to get people going. He didn't write for Adele. He wrote this, but I'm sure I'm pretty <laughs> damn sure he's wrote lots of. Well, all it was bizarrely, I was chatting yesterday, and someone was talking about the band Athlete, and I mm. was like, "Yeah, he wrote like I was," and they were like, "What? What are they up to?" And I was like, "I think he wrote." Um, oh, I can't forget. I've forgotten what his name is now. Um, but yeah, I just find it really. I'm fascinated by people that had commercial success fronting bands or writing in bands and then you just think where, where, where have they gone and like yeah. and, and they've probably ended up earning like 10 times more not in the Being public producer eye. or yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah exactly um, <laughs> you're completely correct as well but they're just like unbelievable songwriters anyway yeah. that band just have the songs are so well written yeah and so where was you hearing that where, where was home then uh dublin Dublin. So I would have heard it sitting in the back of the car. I actually remember hearing Secret Smile uh, and I was sitting at the very back of a big people carrier car that my mum was driving around. We must have been on holidays or something in Ireland. I remember my sister put must have put it on on a CD or something that she had. And yeah. I, remember, I, I, re- I remember that trip. And so around that time, I saw like growing up at home, was, was there music on indoors? Yeah, all the time. So, like, my mum would be really into music. Um, my dad, not as much, just a music fan, but my mum has really good taste and was always listening to, like, John Denver, Don McLean, all that kind of stuff, but also listening to loads of, like, Jeff Buckley and Queen and just, like, she has a really eclectic taste. And then I have two... I have an older brother uh, who's only four years older, but then I have two older sisters who are nine and 11 years older than me. So, you know, they were teenagers at that stage, so they would have been listening to loads of really contemporary stuff as well, which was kind of... I was stealing CDs from my mum and then stealing CDs from their bedrooms as well. And kind of that was, I was listening to a load of mix of different things at the same time. Oh, wonderful. Track three, the song reminds you of your time at school. Um, probably Avril Lavigne. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I still have like a real soft spot for her first album because I, I can still like, it came on, I was in a restaurant a while ago and, and that's, that album came on like from start to finish. They obviously just had it on a Spotify playlist and I knew all the words and it was a few bangers, like full of, full of really great tracks. So yeah, I think uh, I'm with you. I remember I used to like um, wait up and go th- like wait for it to come on rotation on MTV. I was obsessed with the video. I just thought it was like the best song and the best video ever and I just thought she was the coolest person ever when I was like 11. She was a great role model for like 
you know, young alternative girls, wasn't she? She was mm. like cool as fuck. Like, she was like the first woman I'd seen who was like a musician. She was playing guitar and she was wearing kind of tomboy clothes. And that was kind of exactly where I was coming from. And I didn't really feel like I'd seen a girl, like a teenage girl who was kind of in the same as me. So it was quite nice. Yeah. So I think I was just really like taken with her from when I was like about 10 or 11 when her first yeah. album came out. So I still have a real, that really reminds me of yeah. doing my homework and listening to her, her first CD and feeling just really heartbroken, even though I've ne- I'd never, I'd never been in love, you know? <laughs> so how did you find school? Grand, yeah. I was like very much, I was an all right student and I kind of got along. Okay. I wasn't, I was a bit of a dork, but um, I was fine. I always got away with it. Did you know what you wanted to be when you were at school? I thought I wanted to be a teacher. Oh, okay. Uh, I always wanted to do music, but I actually left school and then went to college and studied Irish and history to be a teacher. And then when I got out of college, when I was 22, I started doing music and then decided I didn't want to go back to, to be a teacher. So what age was you listening to Buckley and picking up a guitar? Uh, maybe 13 or 14. Oh, okay. And and so- I started playing guitar when I was like 13. And so at that age, when you was hearing the records that like, you know, I guess things like John Denver and, and the stuff that was being, you know, played around the house, was you deconstructing the songs and working out how they were put together if you was already sort of playing a guitar? I was definitely deconstructing the lyrics, but I wasn't deconstructing, deconstructing the sections or... It's kind of funny because I can't... I'd love to listen to a song and not be thinking about it that way because I'm always deconstructing everything I hear. Yeah. But back then, you know, you have just the holistic experience of it but um yeah I was definitely breaking down the lyrics I was obsessed with lyrics I was always like writing out other people's lyrics on my like down in my notebooks and stuff like that and was really obsessed with with everything like that and I remember when I was like 16 my mum gave me a Leonard Cohen uh lyric book and was like if you're into lyrics learn from the best yeah absolutely yeah And, and you saying that that thing about um you know you wish you could hear a song and not deconstruct it now that that's the sort of double-edged sword of being a musician isn't it sometimes you know you you can get blown away by records but then you're Mm -hmm. you're then thinking how have they done that so and and uh, sometimes I mean I was a musician a long long time ago but for me it's still the same for me I'd love to just be able to listen to a record and just take it at complete face value and and not think that snare sounds crazy where did that come yeah. from <laughs> like, or like listen back to something and not be like oh what is that yeah yeah uh but yeah I really try to um especially I always say like for obviously I've loads of friends who are musicians and if they've written something and they show it to me and I really love it I'll just be like I'm really jealous that's like yeah. the highest compliment is just like, I'm just really jealous that I didn't write that wonderful <laughs> okay First song you remember buying from a record shop? I bought a cassette um, of Bewitched, that Irish pop girl band, yep. uh, when I was like, I don't know, it must have been like seven or eight, maybe. That was my first thing that I purchased. Was you sporting double denim? Uh, probably. Oh, I wasn't cool enough because they like a lot of people might have had like belly tops and the kind of like uh, green denim where it looked yeah. like you'd been lying in the grass or whatever. I wasn't cool enough. I was probably wearing like, I don't know, something like chinos or something like just really dorky kids' clothes. <laughs> um, and I mean, I'm more interested in what your your thoughts are on record shops now 
probably more so than then. Like, how important do you see, you know, the, the sort of independent record stores now as a an independent artist? Actually, well, because as like being an artist, I really find them important now, and I also find that there's a bit of a community there. Like, I went, I was in Cork uh, during the summer when I got my test presses done for my album, and I went to a record store there to a bunker vinyl and I'd never gone in there I'd never spoken to the guy but I just gave him a buzz and was like do you mind if I come in and use your turntables to test this and I went in and we listened through and he listened to it with me because obviously he'd be an expert on vinyl and I wouldn't be at all listen through it and talk about vinyl there's such a kind of community vibe to it especially like an independent record store such a community vibe to it the people there are so, like, just really love music and really love records, basically, and are willing to just talk to you all day about, like, recommending certain stuff that you'd like if you like this. And I, that's it's, it's not something that really exists in other worlds. No. Like, you don't definitely don't get that if you're, like, looking for anything else, um, unless you're willing to pay, like, a crazy, insane price to go into a shop and have a personal shopper or something. But, like, when you go into an independent record store the people there like know you and chat with you and I, I just think it's it's so important and it's great for any like young music fan as well absolutely absolutely well it's always a weird question track five when i'm speaking to somebody that's still very young uh the song that soundtrack your years clubbing i imagine you're, you're still very much of an age where you can go out and enjoy clubbing right I wouldn't do much clubbing anymore, maybe in my like early 20s, because I'm 29 now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't still go out clubbing too much. I'd go to bars and stuff. But I think like maybe when I was in college, I loved that. Um... See, the thing is, it's always whatever's prescribed to you because the DJs are choosing what to play. So uh, I always loved Lana Del Rey, the like, remix of that Lana Del Rey song, Summertime Sadness. There's yep. a remix of that. Really good. Very, very good. So what, that was one thing that reminds me of it. I spent a whole summer listening to that when I was in the States. So, oh, you, you lived in the States? Just for a few months, yeah. And that was the track that was always playing before we went out to and, the bars. And so in regards to clubs, like, you know, in, in your sort of student days and stuff, was that was that kind of, you know, commercial high street clubs, you know, or, or you know, raves? Or was it sort of, you know, dirty, sweaty indie nights? What was, what was, what was clubbing for you? Uh, the kind of clubs that will be on the main street in Dublin uh, yeah there's basically like Copper Face Jacks that I would have yeah. gone to a lot yeah yeah all those kind of really growing places and then as maybe when I was in my mid-twenties it would have been a lot of like raves or like things that were happening in like warehouses and stuff like that yeah. uh, that weren't maybe above board and they were all bring BYOB and stuff like that which is a lot more crack I think absolutely um, what did you want from clubbing? Um, I suppose it was just, it's always kind of nice just to, this sounds like a really dorky lame answer, but it's kind of just nice to go out with your friends and dance. Absolutely. I'm a terrible dancer. So and it's one thing I miss, especially with lockdown, like I really, really miss, and I'm not really much of a dancer. I'm really awful that I dance like your <laughs> old alcoholic uncle at a wedding. Like I'm really bad. And, uh, I always... I still enjoy it though <laughs> so I kind of really miss that during lockdown not being able to go onto a sweaty dance floor do you have a dance around the kitchen yeah there you go <laughs> yeah I'm not a good dancer but I I mean who doesn't like dancing I still have rhythm like I still yeah. love music 
I love all kind of music, so even dance music, I'm, you know, if it's good, I'm going to like it. Where do you reckon the sort of threshold of like, because I'm, I'm 47, and, and as much as I, I still DJ in the clubs, I, I like kind of have a little kind of little move around behind the decks. But the concept of going out on the dance floor as a 47-year-old guy, I mean, it's borderline creepy. I mean, where's the, where's the sort of threshold? Where do you reckon the cut-off point where it's like, come on, you've done your dancing. It's time to kind of, you know, hang up your uh, your tap shoes and go. I don't think there's any age threshold on, like, enjoying Keep talking. Yourself. Keep talking. It's only, you said it makes you feel creepy? Well, I just think, like, especially but if you But it's not in- creepy unless you're, like, going up. No, I'm not. I'm not grinding against like 18 year old girls. If you're not doing that and you're just enjoying yourself, dude, you're all good. Like you are totally fine to enjoy yourself. It's all good. That's you have my approval. If you're just going out and having a having a dance, right? Okay, cool. I never want to lose that ability. We're fine. Yeah, good. I I love a dance. That's all. And I just yeah, but I do innocent dance. Yeah, weddings and stuff like that. I'm cool with, but. Yeah, the thought of going the other side of the decks in, in like my club, I'd be like, I can't just go and start dancing with, you know, the <laughs> youngsters. That's just weird. But, yeah. Yes, All right. you can. You said yeah. I can. Right, okay. Sounds like your intentions are pure. You just want to have a good time. Absolutely. That's all good. Beautiful. Yeah. Why right. not? There's no age limit on having fun. Brilliant. That's that cleared up. Perfect. Track six. Favourite song from an artist from your home county. For my home county, I thought it was home country. You won't be the first person to get that one mixed up, so it's fine. You can go country. Okay. Uh, I can do Pillow Queens, which is my friend's band. They have a, a song called Gay Girls, which I think the first time I heard it, they were supporting Feature Islands and Idols in Dublin. Uh, and they played that song, and I hadn't heard it before, and it made me well up, which is pretty good because I was in public. So, yeah, they're just a great band. They're releasing their first album the week before me what's the current single called i played it on a radio show about two weeks ago holy show yes yeah they're amazing they're a great Mm. band they're good pals of mine but they're mostly from dublin and they're fantastic okay okay what's the dublin scene like at the moment obviously not right at the moment but in regards to not the live scene i guess because that's probably redundant as we've discussed but just the kind Mm. of you know the the music scene in, in in dublin how is it at the moment really good like there's definitely more artists than of like a crazy high quality than I've seen my whole time being in the industry like and of a really broad Ireland like when I started gigging it was all singer-songwriters those are the people who are kind of breaking through were singer-songwriters but at the moment it seems like there's singer-songwriters there's like indie rock there's like bands like Fontaine's and stuff like that there's like any like, there's no limit to the amount of like kind of guitar bands there are and then there's also like really healthy like great r&b scene and a really great pop music and stuff as well so pretty Excellent. pretty exceptional for your last track you get to play dj now and it's a song that many may not know that you would like them to hear okay um i was gonna say i mean making me say that i get to play dj makes it feel like it should be something upbeat no not at all I was, not at all <laughs> I was going to say Fiona Apple from her second record, uh, When the Pawn. She has a beautiful song on it called Love Ridden, which... Oh, what a record. Absolutely pulls at my heartstrings. It's like one of the lesser listened to maybe tracks on on that record that I just absolutely adore. It's one of my favourite songs ever. That's a great shout. Um, 
we'll make a playlist of all of the songs um, that we've spoken about today and uh, and it accompany this podcast over on Spotify so people can go and listen to all okay. the records that we've uh, we've spoke about so as country to what we've heard on the news in the in recent days um, let's let's stay positive and see that hopefully we're sure. on our way out of, um, of 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 this lockdown and the, the situation that we're in what are you what, I mean, what have you actually got coming up professionally and, and what are you most looking forward to? Um, the most I've got coming up professionally is releasing the album. That's going to be quite a busy time, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm actually, I actually just got the first batch of vinyl in last night, so I'm really Wonderful. excited about that. Uh, I've never had vinyl press before, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then I'm hopefully doing a gig in Dublin in November and a social distance one and then I'm hopefully going to get back over to the UK next year um, I'm hopeful I think that's that's the best option at the moment is to just keep rolling with it and keep trying to organise things as things go on because surely we'll be all be able to get back out and dance for again oh won't it be nice <laughs> um, so for people that want to find out more about what you're up to where's the best place uh, Instagram or Facebook or my website or Spotify it's all just Alvaretti A-I-L-B-H-E or E-D-D-Y excellent and I'm on everything because it's a very odd name so nobody else is trying to go for those usernames and if it's cool with you when I put this out happy are you happy for me to tag you in it so people can go of course and, uh, wonderful please do yeah um, it's been an absolute joy chatting records yeah, with you today you thank you so much best of luck with the album and, uh, and as Thanks soon as um this craziness finishes and you you come over to the uk i look forward to uh, not being creepy on the dance floor at one of the <laughs> <Yeah>. shows <laughs> let's not be creepy together yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks mate cheers all right thanks very much there you go wonderful chat wonderful chat um can't recommend um as mentioned at the beginning can't recommend um her music enough uh it's it's glorious and yeah just go and go and delve and uh, and pre-order the album. Um, actually, the album might be out by the time this episode comes out. If the album's out, go and buy it on vinyl. Um, yeah, go and increase your, your vinyl collection uh, with with uh, with this wonderful piece of music. Um, I'm back next time. Um, in the meantime. Why not have a look in the archives if you've missed any episodes because there's about 170 episodes now with some of your favourite musicians, DJs, actors, comedians, producers, etc., etc. Um, yeah, other than that, why not subscribe? That makes things easier than each week. They just pop up on your listening device. Um, that's much appreciated. And if you really want to um, get behind the podcast, there's a Patreon page where, as mentioned at the beginning, uh, I put up uh, four radio shows each week and uh and loads of other uh bespoke patreon episodes and videos and stuff like that so you get a lot of a lot of bang for your buck and uh, and that buck really does help um to facilitate these podcasts because as mentioned at the beginning it's a labor of love but it's a labor of love that i love doing really love doing and uh and thanks loads for listening um and if you see us on the socials give us a like love share retweet and all of that right i'm done see you next time thanks loads bye-bye i've got an announcement Save Our Souls Clothing, www.sosclothing.co.uk. Why am I telling you this? Because they're our official sponsor. Yeah, that's right. Go and check them out because their clothing is off the scale. You're going to love it. So they've decided they want to be our sponsor, which is amazing. And what I have to do is I have to tell you about why they're amazing. So here's a little bit of blurb. So they've only been going a year. 
and they're based in South NLC, just up the road from me. They put the company together based on a, a love of tattoos and alternative music. And they've worked with some of the greatest artists around the world to produce these items of clothing that are as unique as you lot. All of the designs are printed using biodegradable, sustainable and water-based inks. And in addition to that, they only print on garments made by members of Fairwear Foundation. I mean, come on, great clothing and a conscience. Since going live in April last year, they've seen their audience grow massively and are now selling orders all across the world. And they were recognised by Cosmopolitan magazine as one of the best sustainable clothing brands alongside names such as Stella McCartney. I mean, that's quite a first year, right? So, go and check them out because they've put a lot of love into supporting this podcast and I couldn't be happier. What else they've done is they've given you 15% off. So, if you head over to www.sosclothing.co.uk do a bit of shopping, see what you like, throw it in the basket, and then on the way out, put in the discount code BEAT15. B-E-A-T-1-5. And that'll save you 15% off. Amazing, right? www.sosclothing.co.uk Official sponsors of Off The Beat and Track Podcast. It's Off The Beat and Track Podcast. On the Distraction Pieces Network, with me, Stu Whipping. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 